0: Hey guys, welcome to the Launch and Scale podcast. I'm Kirsten Ross and this podcast we talk about best practices when it comes to launching and scaling your physical product brand online. Whether you're doing Kickstarter or even launching your own brand online, we help you with best foundational practices and conversations around helping you build a brand that you can sell or at basic support your lifestyle so that you can quit your nine to five and live life on your terms super excited you can dive into more resources and previous episodes at kirsten.com hey everyone welcome to part one of this three-part mini-series which is taking you through how to launch a product online how this is going to work i am recording this live for the next three weeks i am covering one part a week and then uploading that to youtube so eventually in a few days you're going to be able to watch and uh, listen to this in in real time. So really, really excited for this. Um, I have been planning on doing a, uh, the total content's gonna be around 30 to 45 minutes between everything, but it's meant to really take you through step-by-step how to launch a product online from day zero, which is today, right up until actually launching a product. My goal through this live uh, video series is so that you are gonna be able to Fully understand and appreciate the work that goes into launching a product and what are some pitfalls to look out for and what are some actionable things you can have to and really do to make sure that you are going to be successful. So first off if you like this video and you're on Facebook be sure to hit the big like button as well as comment if you have a question that come up. This comes up. There's my English. Um, and for everyone watching live or later happy Valentine's Day. I hope that you are celebrating love with a loved one, spouse, or even if you're single, just like do something really nice for yourself today. So uh, the very first thing I wanna kick off is uh, really get a sense of why you're here. Not why are you watching this video or why are you listening to the podcast, but why are you launching this product online? Uh, one thing I have learned from Kickstarter launches is that very rarely does someone go into it just to see if they can do it. Generally, the people I work with and speak to consistently have a bigger vision. So I want to know what your vision is. And you can comment below if you want or PM me to let me know like what your thing is. But I want to kick off this, this session today with a question, which is how much money do you want to make in this business? Um, I don't mean necessarily profit. I mean like what kind of revenue are you looking to do? Um, A Kickstarter campaign or launching a product online is the beginning of your journey to something bigger. So what is that number? How much money do you want to make in this business? Okay, so I usually get two answers when I ask this question and they're pretty polarizing. So I either get the people who want to make a few extra hundred thousand dollars a month or, uh, wow, sorry, go back. Uh, this is the beauty of live videos. You can't edit mistakes. So I get two kinds of answers. I get the people that wanna make a few extra hundred dollars a month, um, or just to like dabble in a side project. Maybe they're testing it out to see if they're able to quit their job. Or I get the people that answer, I want to have a, a seven figure, like one million to five, ten $10 million business, right? And those two answers are super polarizing and very different. And I want to explain the difference in each of them in terms of motives. So if you are someone who has answered that you wanna dabble on a side project, you're looking at making a few extra hundred dollars a month um, versus the ones that really answered the one million plus, um, you're not gonna be successful in this business if you are looking to only dabble in something. So if you're really looking at getting into physical product space, and be serious about this, it's important to know that you have to have a bigger focus in order to make a physical product business successful. And the reason I say that now is to really set expectations for the journey that you are getting into today, whether this is your first or your second or 15th product. So the difference between those that are looking to make only a few hundred dollars a month versus those that are really in it for a bigger vision is that those that are going after the few extra hundred dollars a month are really, um, they're going after surface data to help pick the right product. They are potentially going for the next money-making opportunity or loopholes in the market. And not that there's anything wrong with that opportunity, but you're going to find that the opportunities presented are usually get rich quick, or don't require a long-term focus to really make it work. Versus those that are, um, are looking into the, the seven, eight-figure brand, a really, really big vision for what they're creating, um, they they have a big focus, and they understand that they're in this for a long-term play. So I really just want to kind of set you both apart to see, like, who are you, and is this really a good play for you? Um, and in terms of, so I, I am looking at notes here. so. In terms of like, keep watching this video if you are someone who wants to have 10,000 a month or more in revenue, not necessarily today, but like you're building into that, into that section. So, um, and the big difference, not just monetarily speaking, but the really taking a step back, the people that are looking to make only a few extra hundred dollars a month are going after an opportunity versus the people that are only, they're looking to have that bigger vision big difference is that the person who is going after only a few hundred dollars a month are really asking, what is the product I can sell? Versus in position B, if you're looking at a bigger vision, you're actually asking yourself, who is the person I'm serving? So this doesn't seem like a big difference, but it's a massive difference. Who is the person I'm serving versus what is the product I'm selling? So different. The difference is that in the second Area, you are essentially saying, This is my flag. I'm planting it. This is my person who I'm serving. And these are the products that I'm going to sell that serve that person. Okay. That's the foundations of building a brand, building a tribe, and building a long term vision that is going to be um, like sustainable growth versus this is a product I'm selling. Okay, so that's that's a big difference. So that's really the base for everything that we're going to be doing over this three-part mini-series is um, I want to start by getting you really clear on what, it, what are your motives for getting into this? Are you really designing something long-term to serve someone so that you're able to um, decide... Uh, the products you can roll out in the future based on what serves that niche versus going after quick money-making opportunities that are very short-lived in terms of success versus building on that sustainability so really important to get super clear on that and the reality is that you are going to have and really the fastest way to get to a seven-figure business in brand is, is not by looking for loopholes in the market. You're really building a million dollar business by planting your flag and saying, this is what my business is. And this is who I am serving. And you're drawing everyone into you versus the, the ones that are looking for loopholes and opportunities in the market. They are really going, their, their business is so dependent on reviews and what other people are pricing their products at that you are not really in a position to charge a premium on your product because you're competing as an opportunity versus serving a person in a very specific need, okay? So, difference being opportunity versus building a business, okay? And if you're looking to build a business, you are 100% in the right place, so keep it going. And in terms of like that, so once we get clear on you're actually building a business versus you are looking to go after an opportunity, um, the next question is, how do we actually do that? Um, so I specialize in product launches. I love product launches because they are really an event or a, a date that kicks off your business. Okay, it's it's a it's an event it's exciting, it gives people um, a countdown, a sense of urgency, all of those things. So in terms of getting clear on your business, the next thing to do is actually plan when you're launching your product, even if this isn't your first product, like just having that model, that countdown and stuff. So how do you actually do that? So the system that I have designed that takes products to market successfully is called the predictable launch system. And The Predictable Launch System is really all about testing and validating your market, your niche, all at the same time while building up a wait list of people to buy your products on the first day. So what I've learned from Kickstarter launches is you, um, there are so many people that fall victim to the old model of launching products, which is falling under this assumption, build it and they will come. Which essentially assumes that you have an idea You then don't talk to anyone about your idea, except your mom, you then go to China or wherever and you get a first run of manufacturing and inventory done. So let's just say you now have like 3000 units and only after you have developed inventory and have it sitting in your basement, then do you try and sell it. And most realize that, oh crap, people don't actually want my product. And the old model of launching products is super risky because because it involves you making a ton of assumptions about uh, who your product like who your who's gonna buy your product, what your what your niche is, um, what the messaging is that's gonna resonate with your audience, and most importantly, you're you're spending thousands of dollars without really knowing for sure whether someone's gonna buy your product, and that is. So risky because you're spending months of your life and thousands of dollars developing an idea that you haven't even proven that people want, which is super, super dangerous. And you're really risking your family's future that way. So the predictable launch system has been designed in a new model of product launches, which really takes the guesswork out of whether your product will sell or not. Because what you're doing is before you even launch your product, you're going to make sure that you have a wait list of qualified buyers that are excited about your product, but at the same time of you building up that audience, you are testing and validating your offer. So you're, you're validating what price someone is going to pay for your product, you're validate who, who your customer is, who your audience is, um, and you really know who that person is at the same time you're building up a wait list. So that by the time you get to launch your product, you are able to launch with certainty, that your product will be successful prior to you sinking thousands of dollars into inventory so really the product launch system is a high level of what this mini series is based on and it's truly the key to your success it's really making sure that you have product market fit it's so important to make sure that your audience not only likes your product but they're actually going to buy it And the way to pretty much gamify your success is to test all of your assumptions with a proven framework. So how does it actually work? How do we take that first step? So we spent the first part of this mini-series taking a look at the difference between someone who is going, going after an opportunity versus creating a real business. And the real difference is that you're focused on serving a very specific person. So the first thing you want to do before you even start to market your product is to ask yourself, who is my person? What is my niche? Okay, so you, um, you want to take a second to really figure out who is the person that is going to buy your product. Um, let's just say you are um, designing a breast milk chiller, okay? Um, okay, we'll just go with that. Um, so the, the niche that I'm going after is I'm asking who is going to buy my breast milk Chilling pump thing, and the first answer is okay. Mothers are probably going to buy it, or parents, or maybe friends of people having kids because they uh, know someone who's breastfeeding. Okay, cool. So that's like that's sort of the niche I'm going after. But the main one, let's just say mothers, and then you could ask yourself um, what sort of interests do does this mother have? What stage um, are they at? Uh, where do they live in the world? What's their income like? And really start to ask yourself questions to really frame a picture of who this person is. And once you get really clear on who your person is, you have then defined your niche. In the second mini series, which is uh, kicking off Wednesday next week, which I'll give you the details uh, for that. Um, but it's kicking off Wednesday next week, we're gonna take a look at once you have defined your niche, how do you actually start to go out and market? So we're gonna take a look at a organic and paid marketing strategy to really start to go out and find these people in your network, online and to really start to build up that target audience and take a look at what that funnel and what that engagement looks like. To wrap up this video as I want to keep it under 15 minutes is once you have defined your niche and you should even pause this video if you're watching the replay is like just really get clear on who your niche is and who your person is and get clear and make the commitment on serving a human and asking yourself this is the person I'm serving versus this is the product I'm selling. So the last thing I want to do um, to end off this part one mini series is to take a look at how is your product different. So it's not different because it's cheaper. You cannot have the cheapest price and highest quality item on the market. It just does not work from a business standpoint. So um, I want you to look at an exercise that I look like to look at as the customer transformation. You want to know that people buy results, so they want to understand exactly how your product is going to get them a desired result in their life. I'll give you a very basic example. If we look at Advil or ibuprofen or Tylenol, these are painkillers. I would usually take these for headaches, okay? So your customer, once you've defined who your person is and who your niche is, um, has a current situation. A current situation is a problem that they are trying to solve in their life, the problem is generally the motivator to go and buy the product or search for a solution. So, my current situation is I have a headache. The desired situation I have, which is the transformation or the specific result I'm looking for, is that I want to be rid of the headache. So, that essentially there's a gap between where I am today, my current situation, and my desired situation. And me, my motivation to go find Advil is because I understand the result it's going to give me is to cure my headache. So that is what motivates me to go and buy Advil. Your product has a very specific customer journey that it takes someone through to figure out essentially why is someone buying your product and what is the unique result they're going to get um, or how is your product different. Okay. So this is going to be the beginning of you figuring out your USP or your unique selling point. Um, Another example is uh, Jamstack, which is an electric guitar amplifier. Someone would buy this because an electric guitar player is frustrated by the amount and bulk of equipment that they have to use to be able to bring their guitar to the park or their friend's house. So the Jamstack is a solution that allows people to play their electric guitar anywhere through a uh, like a clip-on thing. So Jamstack's unique selling proposition is that they offer portability. The current situation is frustrated electric guitar player who can't easily go play anywhere, but with the Jamstack, the Jamstack, the results and the, the desired situation allows someone portability. So I want you to... Uh, in closing, for your homework for this part one, take a look at who your niche and defining your person is that you are going to serve in your business. And secondly, take a look at what your USP or unique selling proposition is to really look at what is the result your product gives in someone's life that is necessarily different than what than other solutions or competition you have on the market. And this is how you're really going to start to differentiate yourself so thank you for watching part one um, I did not do a call to action so if you are looking for help with your product launch um, or you just want to see other content and free resources you can go to work i kr.com again put the link below but apart from that thank you for watching let me know uh, what you think of this video below And if you're listening on other channels be sure to subscribe but anyway I'm Kirsten and this wraps up part one Hey, thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. For more like it, as well as free resources, be sure to head over to our website, which is Kirsten.com. It's K-H-I-E-R-S-T-Y-N.com. And if you do not want to miss another episode, be sure to subscribe to the podcast on all major podcast platforms or catch the video version of this on YouTube. Apart from that, we'll see you next time.